0: hello and welcome back uh, everybody to another episode of outside the lines podcast uh i am your co-host jacob newton here um we are uh in the post cyhawk uh episode here as well um we have mason is here featuring today no liam once again which is unfortunate but we'll just have to keep fighting through it and hopefully the super producer will be back very shortly Um, Mason wanted me to add that his mic stinks right now. He is having trouble getting his microphone to work. And so that's where we're at. So if his sound quality is shit, you know why. With that, we're just going to get a a little episode out for, for people. We have, we don't have an interview this week, but, um, we wanted to get a little hawk post-game talk, a little UNLV preview, and then kind of get you guys on your way. Next week, we're looking at having uh, a potential interview, um, still TBD. Otherwise, we're for sure gonna do a nice little Big 12 deep dive and look into how we think the conference is gonna shake out. With that, as always, we're presented by BNC Fieldhouse and Ben, you know, king of Ames, everyone loves Ben. We were back in, in Ames this last weekend. It was an absolute blast. And, you know, a bunch of people had a great time at AJ's, BNC Fieldhouse mickeys so make sure to to support our our boy ben and with that we're gonna hop into some some post uh cyhawk reaction talk games game preview or thoughts mason
1: yeah i mean if you can tell that we're a little gloomy today it's because we are i mean it was a brutal one and what was what was so crazy to me was i've never felt much confidence playing iowa and newt was there with me at halftime we always go out for a halftime beer and just kind of analyze how the game was and during that halftime beer i was prancing around it was 14 10 i'm like i know we're losing right now but oh my gosh i was offense can't get shit done at all and i really liked our chances just kind of seeing you know some firepower that iowa state had and it's just it was exactly what I feared. You know, I said we were not going to win the game if we played Ferris ball and we played Ferris ball, what felt like the entire game. And I know that's mainly controlled by line play. So it's, it's going to be a tough battle to beat Iowa when they always control the line of scrimmage pretty much every single time we play them, but just didn't feel like we had the juice, which is usually how we found avenues to win, you know, earlier on, I know not in the past six years or anything, but, New, I want to I share a few stats with you. You ready for this?
0: Okay. I'm not, because I've probably seen them, but let's, <laughs> let's hear it. It's,
1: it's insane. Iowa State beat them in nearly everything imaginable. Total yards, Iowa State 339, Iowa 173. Passing yards, Iowa State 252, Iowa 106. So, right there, we've already almost doubled them in both categories. Rushing yards, Iowa State 87, Iowa 67. Yards per play, Iowa State 4.8, Iowa 2.9. First downs, Iowa State 21, Iowa 11. But you know what the kicker is? Turnovers. Zero turnovers. Zero turnovers for Iowa, four for Iowa State. And that's just, it's crazy to me because it, that was why I had so much confidence. And the one thing I said, or I, not one thing, I said many things, but another thing that I said was if we just take care of the ball, and don't give them a defensive touchdown. We should be fine because their offense is not good enough to outplay us on its own. And after the breeze scoop and score, that it was it was early in the third quarter, and at that moment, my heart sunk. I'm like, I don't think we're going to win this anymore.
0: And that was exactly what we outlined going into it. We go, we we know how Iowa's going to win this game, and we know how we have to win this game. We cannot give them special teams mishaps and turnovers and Turnovers were, were exactly it. Iowa's defense showed up. We, we knew that was going to be the case. We, we knew that they were going to have to have a great defensive effort, and their offense was going to just have to do enough, and that, that's exactly what it was. I'll, I'll give you another great stat. This was by far my, my favorite one on Twitter. I saw someone tweet out that – so shout out to whoever this is. I'm not trying to take your, your tweet or anything, but Iowa had 18 yards in the second half. And their offense scored 13 points <laughs> or like they scored 13 points, not their offense because they have had say a scoop and score six for six. But think about that. Think about if I would have told you at halftime when we were hanging out at halftime, I go, Hey, I was only going to have 18 yards of total offense um, in the second half. We would have both been like, Oh dude, we're winning. You know, hell yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's and, <That's> just <laughs> crazy. And just, it goes to show you that like, it's, I, I, and at this point, like, I really don't know what it is because this team, like, we know they're slow out of the gates. We know that it, that Campbell kind of takes some time to figure them out, but this team shouldn't be like taking its time to figure it out. They return so many players, they return so much experience. Like, I, it's just weird that there's a, a figuring out or learning curve that's going on with the team that is so experienced. And at this point, like it has to come on the coaching staff for how they prepare or, or what goes on early in the year, or I, I don't know exactly what it is, but it, it's it's weird how how slow and conservative. Like that's the other thing is like this team is really conservative, and they have weapons, and it it feels like they are so afraid to try and and, and sort of stretch team like at least early on, like it you know it's just. This offense, I expected a lot more out of it. Oh, yeah. I, you know, the the defense has been carrying this team. Like, and you know, we've said we're gonna have a stellar defense and it's gonna keep us in all games, but you cannot keep doing to this defense what this offense is doing because the offense is is not holding its part and it's gonna be I mean, it's eventually just going to get tiresome. Like, it, it was no different. Like, I was just like, this Iowa State defense is out on the field for so long because the offense is not able to do anything. Like, they're going to get tired. They're going to lose the field position battle, which we lost. We lost that, too. And we had costly turnovers that just, like, zapped any sort of momentum. And field
1: position was rough all game.
0: All what? Game. Field oh, po- Yeah. I mean, and, and when Iowa got great field position, they took advantage of it. I, I don't even – I can't even think of, like, the best field position we had. I think we got relatively close to midfield on a drive, like, after holding Iowa deep in their own territory. But, I mean, like, it, it was just – it was tough. Um, so, I,
1: mean,
0: I, I don't know. I, th-
1: it, I think it was every single turnover we had was pinned on our side of the field. And I'm going to back up Brock real quick, okay? So, before I even do, Deckers, dude, we're going to be in fine shape when Purdy's gone. But uh, Purdy, you know, 13 for 27, 138 yards and three picks. That's not a great box score. But when you add the context to it, let's break it down a little bit. One pick went through Xavier's hands. Xavier had a little bit of a, of a tougher game, but I, I'm not too concerned. I, I feel like he'll bounce back okay. But one went through there. So, not his fault. The other one was tipped at the line of scrimmage. I don't know whose fault you can say that is. I've never really known whose fault is what one of the balls tipped at the line of scrimmage, but again, it's not a pure pass from Brock. So that one was picked. And then the third one, technically, he, Brock made the right read and he still launched that baby 50 yards down the field. He was just a little late on it. And again, I would. that's a ball that you, see- can,
0: you can't miss that ball short. You, you can't, his receiver you can't. had the position and he missed it short and inside. And it's just like as a quarterback, like that. those are kind of the, the things like you have – if you're going to miss that, you want to miss that long or outside. Mm-hmm. But he missed it yeah. short and inside, that plays the a defender. I, honestly, I think that's ex- exactly where the game kind of switched. We had some momentum. The defense was playing great. We were up 3 nothing. Our offense was still kind of like getting some legs, but we had obviously already scored, so we were feeling kind of – you know like okay like we're we're moving this a little bit and then that kind of swung it and like after that i after that i really did not have a good feeling about the game like it was wow. like all right I, I don't know and then it just it
1: and it felt it like tough. that too and usually Iowa state is like one of those few teams that you can watch and you're like, you're down 17, nothing at half. There's four at in the fourth quarter. They're still going to come back and win shout out K state 2018. But at, at the same time frame, it just it felt like the game was so largely being controlled by the defense on both sides of the ball. And that was why I had confidence 14, 10 at half. I'm like, our offense isn't looking great but it's definitely looking better than theirs. Like, okay. Look at this. I, I'm, I'm a QB guy. So Petrus, 11 for 21, 106 yards, one touchdowns, seven carries for negative 23 yards. And that's the guy that beat us. And it's, it's crazy. But Cause like, he, I don't di-
0: think he-, he didn't beat us. It was, they just, he, it did, was fair point. They fair just point. did what they needed to do. They did. They didn't like, we lo- lost the game. Like, Iowa played a great game and capitalized on opportunities. And I'm not going to take anything away from it. But we, as a whole unit, gave them some great opportunities too. You know, we just yeah. – you, you could tell that, like, you know, we were over – I don't know, like just not prepared. And I, I think, you know, it, it was just tough. It's, it's really tough because Iowa just – we shot ourselves in the foot and they didn't. And it was that simple. So.
1: Yeah. I, I do want to say this one thing. I thought it was pretty hilarious Um, after Petrus had two completions in a row, like two, two well-thrown balls, but they were I don't know, 15 yards on the field, nothing crazy. His only two completions he had in a row at that point in the game, he turned to a sideline and flexed. And then I, I saw the replay of it. And apparently his QB coaches were over there flexing at him. So just to be that guy because I'm a dick but like if you're flexing at your QB who finally completes two passes in a row that's what you're flexing on and 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 I'm just kind of like you're almost exposing your hand here you know that Petrus isn't that good I was talking with my future brother-in-law he said it exactly he's like but that's the thing he doesn't need to be good all he needs to be is just good enough and I almost want to say he's not good enough like it's so frustrating to like watch him Cause I mean the, the talent I see is just arm talent and I don't really see much, much else there. And I am very highly critical of QB play. So maybe I'm just being a little bit of a jerk right now, but it, it's so infuriating to watch an offense that moves as slowly as I was. And Tyler Goodson, I got respect for him, but he had, he didn't really do anything all game. He averaged 2.1 yard, 2.6 yards per rush. And it's, it's just infuriating. Charlie Jones. All right. Special teams guy. Good wide receiver. Belichick has his eyes on him. I see you, Charlie. Good for you. But the rest of that Iowa offense, aside from Lindbaum, you know, controlling the line of scrimmage pretty well, but Uwazoriki was still getting pressure. It was just such a maddening game. It was I very mean, maddening.
0: The defense played well. They 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 showed up. They did. And it, it's so hard to lose or to win a game when you lose a turnover battle that badly. Um, and so many of the turnovers were costly. They weren't when we were in scoring opportunities. It was just basically like, oh, yeah, we turned it over on our own 20, and here's a very short field. And at a minimum, you're going to take three points, you know? So, and three points in a, a game like this, which we knew was going to be a dogfight. We knew it was going to be about field position. We knew it was going to be about defense and, and special teams and, and turnovers and stuff like that. That's, you know, just what it is. It, it's frustrating, but it's just what it is. Up.
1: That's insane.
0: I, I know, dude. That's the craziest. I I literally did not believe it. I was like, that that cannot be a real stat. And
1: Do you want to hear ah. an even cooler stat? It's not a good stat, but it's cooler. <laughs> Reese Hall, how many yards rushing did he have against you and I? 69. How many yards rushing did he have against Iowa?
0: 69 again.
1: 69, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Cool. <laughs> Mr. 69. Yeah, he, if he keeps that up, he still might win the Heisman somehow. Um, Mm -hmm. shout out Darren Wilson though he was a really bright spot he was a guy that I kind of pinpointed early on in the year hasn't had much shine up until this season and he had two huge plays 56 yards total um and and each of them were like in big time moments like we really needed them uh one was right before half led to a Brock or not Brock Purdy, a Brees all touchdown so I'm really excited to see that we are you know seeing some decent wide receiver play I, I don't I don't know though I you know we spoke about this earlier if we just win the one-on-ones and I think uh you know our our air threat is just looking really good because we have so many dogs who can make a play um but yeah the we, we just couldn't get anything going and I don't know
0: yeah I mean I guess this this kind of kind of spins in the next topic but it, at least you know we kind of have a couple games to, to get it right. Um, you know, we have UNLV and then I believe we open up with Kansas. So we have a couple couple games here to sort of mm-hmm. figure it out, maybe get some playing time to some guys who could pay potentially help down the road or or whatever. I don't know. I, I'm not gonna be, you know, whatever. I like UNLV is is one of the I believe worst P five programs. So like I'm not too terribly worried about this upcoming game. Um, you know, I heard the the lines I'm like kidding, minus 30. And um I w- I I I think Iowa State's gonna show up and cover. I think they're gonna be pissed off. I like they're gonna they're gonna revert back to their chip on their shoulders. Everyone thinks we're not good and it's it's a great um guys for them to, to hide under i guess um you know we talked about them being a team with a target on the back and they've gotten two tough games to start it with a target on their back and the obviously are still gonna have a little bit of a target on their back they're they're ranked top 15 but you know people are being like are they really that good like they they played so bad yeah yeah so i guess we get to go back to a little bit of the the old iowa state mentality of like hey guys we we got to just prove everyone wrong Which or whatever mean. I don't let hate me, it. Let either. me ask you, uh, um, it's frustrating. You want to take that next like leap of like,, yeah. hey, we're we're the bullies in the schoolyard now. Like, you know, we're the ones who are gonna run stuff, and I guess they're just not there. Um, and and they could get there. You know, we have all of Big twelve play. they're, they're gonna have plenty of 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 opportunities and games to to get some great wins and, and potentially get back in the conversation for a New York six bowl and whatever. And that's just where it's at. But right now it's hopefully they can get some offensive rhythm um, and sort of produce on that end. We we know the defense is going to be good. So I'm not worried yeah. about that. Like, and that's, that's obviously great because that keeps you in games and, so it's, it's really up on that other side of the ball. So we'll see. There, there's too much talent for it to, to not get right. So I think that's long. the thing that's just frustrating is, like, you know, if there are question marks somewhere there, I mean, we've, we've always kind of had offensive line question marks or something like that. like that. But, that, I mean, we have some of our best units in, in all all offensive uh, positions. So, so but, let, let, yeah, let me ask you a know. quick
1: hypothetical before we move on. I, I, Liam might have actually mentioned this before. But it's no secret, Iowa State usually starts out pretty slow in their seasons. And then once they get to the Big 12, they get their feet underneath them. And usually is a different ballgame. And I hope I'm not jinxing anything here. But would you rather, you know, lose to Iowa every single year but continually make the Big 12 championship? Or would you rather, you know, beat Iowa and be on the fringe and, and probably not make the Big 12 championship but probably, you know, be third or fourth place? I, I hate to be the guy that says, I'm okay with losing to Iowa if, if I know that. But you don't know. But I would rather sacrifice the loss to Iowa and still ball out in the Big 12 and find our way in the championship than, you know, beat them. And as infuriating as it is because there's not a single team that I hate more than Iowa that we play, oh, Texas is out there. Baylor qualifies every now and then. But it's Iowa. Like, you have got to, you know, put your foot on the ground and say, all right, it's been <laughs> long enough. Let's actually Six years. You know, get something going here. And do you think we played the sticks very well? I felt like we weren't like play calling to get first downs. Like it was, it, it was, was conservative. And, it, was,
0: it was like third was... and
1: eight on in the red zone. And we called like a five yard out route, a slant route, and then uh, some other short route. And I'm like, not a single one of those routes besides maybe one of them would have gotten you the first down. Why didn't we even call that play? And, and I, I don't. I don't know. It it just it didn't feel like we were playing to move the sticks. It it, it was weird. I I don't know.
0: It, to answer your question, like at this point, honestly, I just want to be Iowa. Like it it's it's very <laughs> annoying. I agree. It's been it's been six years. It's been so long. I I mean, normally the series is is much more of a coin flip. Like before this this six year run, I think it was like nine to nine before where it's basically just coin flip on who wins that game. Um, and if that's the case, then like, yeah, sure. I would much rather have like a guaranteed big 12, like birth. I, I would so much rather have that on a season, you know, I, I think it's extremely important to, to get that opportunity to be extremely competitive in the conference and, and have that postseason play but it, it is important. It's, it's a game that matters. Like, you know, we, we were together, we were around friends and family. You're around people who are passionate Iowa fans. Like if I was living in the I mean, state, game day's, there. game days there, like all this kind of stuff. And you want to show up for this. And I, I think that's the thing that just, it, it's it's frustrating because like, it, it does matter. Like college football is, is king in Iowa. Like I tell people that all the time when they ask about iowa i'm like this is what matters like you are either iowa state or you are iowa that's like how it goes and so you know i would love uh, like you know and i I just i want campbell to get this game because like the longer it goes like the more that little like doubt creeps in like like the monkey just it doesn't get smaller it only is going to get bigger of like still hasn't beat fans Still hasn't beat fans, you know. It like kind of
1: feels like Harbaugh versus Urban Meyer a little bit, you know. It's
0: just it's weird. Like it, it is, it is truly, and it becomes mental. It it gets in players' heads. It gets in you know whatever a program had. Like I'm not I'm not trying to go down that that road with it because like we've had so much great success with it, and and I get it. But like it would it would obviously be nice. And I think I would say fans are just maybe a little bit frustrated because this was probably the first year in a while that we've come in and you would probably say that on paper, I think we have a better team and it didn't, you know, that's why we play it. Cause it's not paper, but it was definitely one where you felt like, Hey, th- we have a really good team. We have great talent and we actually maybe can stay level with Iowa on like the line play and stuff like that. Cause that's always been just tough. Um, and so, you know, obviously the hope now is we, we run the big 12. We, we hopefully can do what we did last year and, and upset Oklahoma again and, and do really well, hopefully not drop anything and potentially get back to a, an NY six bowl again. And that's, that's what you're looking for at this point. I mean, this team has high expectations and we obviously want to see them achieve that. And this is just hopefully just a bump in the road and and maybe it's a wake up call. And so you know so that's where it's at it's nice to see that you know like this is so long term or down the road but you even saw someone like ohio state already lost early this year like you're you're seeing like clemson's loss um so you're kind of seeing some some bigger traditional powers with one loss already so that helps for potential like Whatever. If you want to have those crazy expectations or, or whatever, or still mm-hmm. dream about that, then you kind of still realistically can. So,
1: so putting this behind us, how are you feeling about UNLV? Do we even have to talk about UNLV?
0: I think this team's gonna be really show up. Not really show up. They're gonna show okay. up. I, I I think they're gonna come out and probably just hopefully kind of cruise through the the first couple quarters you know it might be one where the defense maybe allows a you know kind of a a BS touchdown here and there I, I think it's gonna be eerily similar to when we um played Akron a couple of years ago at home where I think we were coming off a tough Cyhawk loss and mm-hmm. you know we kind of got out of the gates a little bit slow Everyone wasn't really looking like great, but we still ended up like comfortably winning. I, it, it's it's probably gonna be pr- something pretty similar to that there's gonna be a lot of Iowa State fans yeah. there. I think that's gonna help too. I think that environment will be great. And I would just also like to give a shout out. Jack Trice was awesome this week. Oh my god! There was so much Cardinal. I was I always get a little worried that there's there's a little too much like Iowa people there, but it, it felt like it was it was very very Iowa State dominated, and that was awesome. Tailgating was awesome. You, well, you could tell
1: Hawkeye showed up to tailgate, not quite as much in the stadium. In the stadium, it was pretty clearly, you know, Cardinal gold. Hopefully the gold was Iowa State versus You know what I mean though? Um, but yeah, <laughs> I didn't face many issues with game day this year as it did, you know, two years ago. So at least that transition was a little bit smoother, but um, yeah, UNLV truth be told, I don't know what you think about it. I don't. All I've heard is just basically don't, don't waste your time reading them. And so, I'm feeling really confident right now. And yeah, I'm willing to just wear the egg on my face if we lose, but no, we're going to kick ass. I I, I really, I can't envision a world in which we get embarrassed by Iowa at home and then go to UNLV, a bad UNLV team with all the talent that we have and still the best quarterback or best coach in the big 12. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't done my research. So maybe I, uh, maybe I'm just, Gonna be wearing an egg on my face after we lose to UNLV, but that won't happen because we're not nah, going. <laughs>
0: to I mean, you, you don't want to say anything definitive in sports, but yeah, this in Kansas are are probably two of the you could write these in in the harshest pencil possible um, as a W on the schedule, but mm-hmm. that's that's kind of where where that sits. So
1: it was nice to see Collar on the field, though that was great. Milton with the touchdown too. I mean. You know, ah, ah. they'll
0: get they'll get it going. I, you know, it's it's just it's it's Iowa State, I guess. They're they're running the course of another classic Campbell team. Hopefully, that's that's what we gotta hope for. You know, the the starts have always been a little little questionable, a little slow. Getting some pieces, getting some stuff figured out, but you know, October is almost here. Um, which is wild to say. We're already halfway through September. October is approaching, and um, wild, those are the games that matter the most. You know, like in in you know perspective, Big Twelve wins are are what's going to get us into a great bowl and and possibly get us get us right back into the swing of things. So, you know, it's just a little a little speed bump. Um, hopefully, to a, a great regular season, rest of our regular season. So.
1: Agreed. All right. Well, to all the Cyclones in Vegas, cheer them on hard for us. I'm insanely jealous that I can't be there, but I know that we're going to show out pretty well and, um, you know, enjoy it. And, Newt, do you have any closing thoughts before we head out?
0: You know, um, as always, Roll Clones, um, a final, final sponsorship shout-out to, to BNC Fieldhouse. We love Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure to support him, uh, especially students for, for away games. Great place to watch a game. Make sure you're getting FAC on the Fridays. I do miss that a little bit. Um, So, but other than that, you know, we'll, uh, you know, we appreciate you guys listening and we'll, we'll hopefully uh, get a episode next week where we're in a little better spirits after uh, a cyclone victory. Um, So with that, roll clones.
1: Absolutely.